Hello and welcome back to Say It Again, the Soda 2 Science Podcast. Here I am repeating myself, but we're going to talk about what we did today in science class, review a few things, and get ready for tomorrow. My name is Mr. Walcott. Uh, I've been teaching at Soda 2 for six years now, and I love getting to do it. It is September the 11th, and this is episode six. So today was our day to wrap up innovation and invention uh, and the visual notes that we've been creating to go with that. Of course, we reviewed what innovation and invention are. We talked about invention as the first of something and innovation as the next best thing, building on that invention or improving technology. We also reviewed why we take visual notes, which is, of course, if we make our knowledge beautiful, then we can make it memorable. And we really do want to remember the things that we learn that we put time into. We also took a little bit more time to explore reading each other's drawings and how little information it takes for human beings to notice something that might mean something on the paper, on the painting, on the cave wall, in the clouds, in the sky. We are so good at seeing meaning everywhere. And a piece of science to go with that, uh, there's been some very interesting research into why it is that human beings see three colors. Red, green, and blue are the primary colors that we perceive. And there's pretty good indication that all mammals who perceive those three colors, those three primaries, red, green, and blue, also have bald faces. Now, that's an odd thing to say, seeing that I am bald on the top of my head and I have a beard on my face. But what a bald face really means is that you can see human beings' cheeks and foreheads. You can see the skin around their eyes. And because our skin wrinkles and turns colors when we have expressions and emotional responses, the theory goes that human beings and other mammals have evolved to see those three colors because they allow us to perceive the emotional responses of other mammals in our groups. When we look out into the world at other animals like a goldfish, like a finch, right, or a sparrow or a crow, like a whale, when we look at other animals, we don't see the same kinds of facial expressions to express emotion or be part of community. And we don't see the same color perceptions, right? There are octopi who can perceive more than three colors. There are shrimp that can perceive only one color, right? Only light or dark. Um, so more on the biology and the evolution of sight and color and how that might have affected human beings as they form societies and invent writing and invent art. But a piece of science to go with visual note-taking. Uh, 
also interesting to note that we only perceive depth because we have two eyes and our two eyes disagree. It is actually the difference, the parallax, the disagreement between our two eyes that allows us to navigate the world as human beings. During IMPA time, we had our first day of auditions for our play, Young Sherlock. Uh, people did wonderful accents and read from a scene. And I was, for once, very glad <laughs> that my school where I teach is not named the Butterworth Academy. I am so pleased to teach at School of Technology and Arts. I just don't think that I could say Butterworth Academy with a straight face. But the young Sherlock play is set at the Butterworth Academy, and of course there will be disaster, mayhem, mystery, and hopefully an exciting solution for Sherlock Holmes and his assistant James Watson at the end. We'll see tomorrow when we do our second day of auditions and make decisions about who will take what part forward and which students will work on the lighting and the sound and the scenery and the props and the costumes and the stage direction, all of the magic that happens behind the curtain to make the play come to life. All of that tomorrow. Our visual notes are due on Friday. That's our first science project grade in the grade book. So we wanna make sure to wrap up those drawings and make sure they have the right information on them and get them turned in to me at my desk. Tomorrow we'll have just a little bit more drawing time and then we'll be on to our next project. We're going to be looking at different ways that technology extends what we can do with our hands, with our legs, with our minds, with our eyes. As a person who wears glasses, I find that one particularly important. Tomorrow we'll also take time to roll out our iPads. Uh, I think that means they're on a cart on wheels. I've never seen an iPad with wheels itself, but we will be handing out iPads to students and we'll have a chance to start using all of those wonderful tools on the iPad for learning, for taking visual notes, for making audio recordings and video recordings and creating our own exciting content, showing what we know as scientists. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. Sorry, one last thing I almost forgot. We're coming up on the end of 2019, and I want to make sure you know why we will all have better eyesight next year. It's because next year we'll see things with 2020 vision.